Welcome to Blended the Podcast. I'm Sierra. I'm Destiny. We're your co-hosts, go-to beauty pros, and new besties. Blended is more than us mixing our friendships and business. It's blending culture, ethnicity, and personalities in a safe haven where we can finally build the community the beauty industry has been lacking. Join us in today's conversations as we rewrite the beauty standards. Hey babes, welcome back to the Blended Podcast. I'm Destiny. I'm Sierra. Today we are going to be talking about scarcity mindset, competition, and lack of community. Something that unfortunately is very common, especially in female-led industries. Community over competition, I feel like a lot of people say it, but very, like, very few people are actually living that. Mm-hmm. Like, I see it on social media all the time, people sharing it, but then I don't see, like, the actions that come behind, you know, actually being supporting. So we wanted to kind of share some of our experiences that we've had with competition, lack of community, and, like, even scarcity mindset that we've personally had within our business and how it held us back. Personally, I've had a lot of issues, especially at the beginning of my career, with all of these topics and not even the beginning of my career. I feel like I fall into them all the time. I feel like we'll have areas and journeys in life where we're doing so well and we're thriving and everything is great. And then one little thing will happen and we'll go right back to it. Yeah. But it's really good to have a community because you can reach out to that community and they'll bring you back. Yeah. And I love that you say that because... At the end of the day, the purpose of this podcast is not to say that we're better than you or like we have it all together. It's to show you that we struggle with these as well. Oh, my gosh. Yes. But it's like we just got to be aware, you know, like that's the most important thing. Being aware, knowing what's right and wrong. But we all are naturally going to fall into one of these categories at some point in our journey, Mm -hmm. if not more than once. We struggle with them as well. We're going to in the future. We're not perfect, you know, and we just want to be super raw and vulnerable with you, which is why we also want to share experiences that we've had. I also had issues within the beauty industry where I was being led by a male or something like that. And that was who was usually at the top. And I had issues with lack of community or competition or scarcity mindset. And it's a completely different like experience. Yes. But you still have to struggle through those things in any industry. I feel like when you have a male, especially when you have a male in like a female led industry, mm-hmm. who's your boss, there mm-hmm. can be a little bit of that, like I'm in control, whatever. But I wanted to bring up, so I read this book a while ago, the founder of It Cosmetics. Yes. Okay. So she wrote an autobiography. Her story is super, super inspiring. If you have not read her book or listened to it, I highly suggest you do. But there was a part in her book where she was talking about how Forbes had reached out to her and I don't remember like what category she was in, but it was something about most successful female entrepreneur or something like that. And she was mortified that they were putting her in this magazine without her permission and like putting her income out there. Like she was like, oh my God, like people are going to think that I'm like, you know, trying to brag and da 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 da. And the Forbes... Again, I can't remember the exact details if it was the publisher or the editor or whatever reached out to her and was like, do you understand that when males get this, they're literally emailing us, asking us to put a higher number? What? And she was talking about in this book, she was talking about how like, you know, as females, we're very competitive against each other. We hate against people who are successful. We're like males are like hyping each other up. Like, that's amazing, bro. Like, and we really got to like change that narrative because I don't care what you say. 
it is harder for females just naturally because of the stereotypes that come with us and we have to change Mm -hmm. that narrative Mm -hmm. and support each other Mm -hmm. so that we can thrive and succeed and not dealing like with the mental holdbacks that come within building a business when i went to college i was sitting in a classroom and i remember we had to do all these presentations and i read this one book this book opened my eyes so much and i did this entire presentation everyone in the classroom was shocked and floored and it was about how we are truly built different Mm. as males and females from the beginning they did multiple studies of children put them in group settings and girls will try to find points in which we do naturally relate from like adolescents like two years old right for example Oh, I went to Disney World. Oh, my mommy takes me to Disney on ice. Oh, I have like a princess Jasmine. Oh, I like Ariel. Oh, I'll be her. And then everyone wants to be together. Everyone tries to stay on the same playing field. It's like bad if someone tries to outshine someone else. That's them being mean, Mm. right? But then the boys, they'll be like, roar, I'm the biggest, baddest thing ever. And then they'll be like, well, you know, I own a spaceship. Like, yeah, I would love if you could find what that book was and we could even share it on like Instagram because I think it's important to know why we act the way we do why we react the way that we do yeah. to just kind of change the narrative and like you know me personally like I want to be better yeah so, me too to know why I naturally act like this it kind of humanizes it a little bit more exactly you, you know, know what's crazy too is like when I was in the classroom and I was doing the presentation people were getting offended And my professor was like, okay, this is science. Literally, my professor was like, this is science and these are facts. And some of the girls were like, well, that's not okay. And I was like, yeah, but like, that means that you're upset with the reality that we create within ourselves, within our own society, within community. And that's the whole point. And we need change. Exactly. And that's (laughs) the whole point of why she dedicated. Exactly. (laughs) Like she dedicated her life's work to figuring this out. And so that everyone can like be their best version of themselves. And I thought that was beautiful. I love that. That's so, so very interesting. Honestly, the lack of community and competition was one of the reasons that I went out on my own because there was just a lot of hate, especially (laughs) because I think I was always the youngest stylist. I was in school at 19 and then I graduated when I was 20. There was a lot of hatred that happened, not really within my first salon. They were all really, really supportive, but there were a couple of stylists in the second salon that would assume that I was busy because I was friends with the owner or just make these assumptions that I was taking all the clients, not realizing that I had been building my business on Instagram, like from the beginning, you know, my clients weren't even calling salon, the salon to like book me. Yeah. We would, you know, share our analytics on the, in the back room just to like encourage like okay this is what you guys did this week like let's this is what we should do next week and people would be upset because like you know my numbers would be higher and yeah, it I don't was know if really I like that when companies do that because I feel like it does create a form of like competition within the group in general well and I think people compare themselves I think it really goes with how you are running your salon mm-hmm. and how you are addressing like certain situations I definitely think that there could be a situation where you aren't necessarily sharing those things like out in public. Mm -hmm. But I also think it depends on the person because me personally, like seeing someone else thriving makes you want to thrive, makes me want to thrive more. Yeah. But not everyone's like that. And I get that. And I I think think it's it's good to like celebrate people for sure. But I don't think to put everyone's business out on front street is good. Yeah. So there was a lot of those issues and, you know, even 
just people who, when I first started my business, who said they supported me or were excited for me, but like never did anything to support me. Or Mm. when I asked them questions, it was just very vague answers or kind of like, um, here's an answer. Now leave me alone. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then I even, which that led me to, okay, so I've haven't experienced this community I have only experienced like competition within the salon so it led me to hermit myself because mm-hmm. not only was I now by myself but I was kind of like didn't trust anybody yeah because I'm like you guys really don't care about me you're like seeing me thrive yeah which led me to scarcity mindset yes. because then I looked at everyone around me as a competition mm-hmm. and I was building my business off of my scarcity mindset I was mm-hmm working crazy hours because I was like, oh my God, if I tell this person no, they're going to go to someone else. Or I was basing my prices off of the competition around me, you know, and, and just very common. Yeah. Setting things up within my business that were not my goals, but were more so me subconsciously competing with the people around me, whether I knew it at the time or not. Mm -hmm. And it really held me back in the beginning of my career. And I just look at like the stress that I had and the decisions that I made and how it all just kind of like came back to that core healing of I needed to realize that just because certain people in my life had made me feel this way didn't mean that everyone had those intentions. And it's really taken me a long time to build that community back. I'd say Mm -hmm. like 2022 Mm -hmm. was really a really, really strong year for me for community. And 2021 is probably when I started. I do hair extensions and the hair extension community Mm -hmm. is so competitive. It's really disgusting. There is an amazing revolution happening that I am involved in where we are trying to change the narrative of like the extension community. I think that because there's such a high price tag that comes with extension services, Mm -hmm. it's easier to be more competitive because if you don't get that client, you're missing out on a a high ticketed, you know, service. Yeah. A lot of these companies are supportive of you if you're investing in them. Yeah. So you're using their brand. If you're using their technique, they're supportive of you. But the moment you retaliate or even just like start using something else, they're talking crap about you. Mm. And I hate it. Like not even just not following. Girl, I hate it so much. I jokingly say this and I'm gonna put it out there because who knows who has resources, but I'm like, there's going to be a documentary girl on the extension community. Mm. <laughs> like how like Victoria's Secret had one. I'm like, cause there's some like real well, there was one shady on the hair stuff. Community. Do you know, remember who was it? Chris Rock. Yeah. Was yeah. It Chris yeah. Rock well, good hair. Like good the hair. stereotype that comes around good, like having good hair or whatever. Yeah. Those are kind of some of the experiences that I've personally had. And you know, as much as I've experienced competition and lack of community Mm -hmm. i've also given that off as well i i hate to say that but just to be super honest like well when you're hurt you hurt people yeah exactly and i think that's the problem within the industry in general is like you come in and you're almost hazed Mm -hmm. and it causes all of this pain Mm -hmm. and like i remember i had a lot of the same experiences as you where when i first got into the industry i was young i was 18 and people would ask my age and i've never looked my age they would look at me and immediately be like, oh, she's new. She's a baby. She's not experienced. She can't do hair. Who's she? Girl, I would lie <laughs> about how long I've been doing hair for. I started to, too, because yeah. people just wouldn't trust you or they yeah. would just immediately be like, mm, you know? Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, 
three years. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Right. It like, was not three freshly years. Freshly graduated. It was a month like ago. six months, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I had a lot of struggles in that way where there was a lot of people who were acting like they were there for me, acting like they wanted to support me. And then when I would actually ask questions about say formulation or I don't know, just application, things like that. It was, you know, just do this. And then they would roll their eyes and like leave. And you'd be like, I feel like an idiot. I've had multiple situations where stylists have not necessarily reached out to my clients, but they've like called the salon mm. and they straight up told them that like I wasn't available what? or I wasn't there anymore. Girl. Oh, that's real shady. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I wouldn't do nothing like that. But I had some like severe trauma that's so mean from like my first two years in the like severe trauma mine was more so issues with like they made me feel like i didn't fit in yeah they made me feel like you know Thankfully, i mean we I talked never... about how i we both have experienced being multiracial yeah. and how that never really fit the standard and i was told wear more makeup i was told look older i was told my hair wasn't professional i was told oh no you need to make it a fro like yeah. things like that and i was just like Am I your token black girl right now? Like, yeah. what is this? Yeah. And I'd be the only one in this salon. It was just a problem. Mm -hmm. It was just weird. But I had experiences like that. And then even moving throughout the career, this is maybe five years in. I still go back to scarcity mindset because a salon opened up down the street from my last studio. And I remember one of my friends that also has a business, she came to me on a walk one day and she's like, hey, I just want to let you know there's like a new lash studio opening up down the street. And I was like, what? <laughs> she was like, yeah, there's a new lash studio. Like, don't worry, you're completely different. Like, it's totally fine. I just wanted to tell you. And I was like, why would you tell me that? And she was like, what do you mean? Immediately, I started panicking. They have more beds than me. Like, cause you know, the first thing we do now when like something happens is we're like, I'm gonna check the gram or right. whatever and like see what they're about. I right. go in on Google. I'm like, these people have like multiple locations, multiple beds. Like they seem like they're doing so much better than me. And I immediately felt like everything I had accomplished was nothing. And I remember I called you in a panic. Yeah. And I was like, I need to lower my prices. Their prices yeah. are lower. They're more experienced than me. All my clients are going to leave. I am so screwed, blah, blah, blah. All these other things. And then you were like, no, girl, listen. I was literally like, their styles are not, not what same. you do. Yeah, like, their no. clients are not your clients. And they're not. And I knew that. But it was just weird to see. Like, I was like, they're so much further than me. And I'm just this little baby, like, lash artist. And that's but, not what it was. And that goes to show you how it came back. All the trauma. And yeah. It and, all and came not back. And not being secure in your ideal client yeah. at that moment. And I wasn't. You know? I wasn't yeah. in that moment. And it let me go back into that terrible place. Yeah. Which if you have not listened to our last episode, we go into detail about finding your ideal client. And honestly, knowing that is going to help a lot with that scarcity mindset. Because you're going to get to the point where when you have people that don't book with you or leave you or whatever instead of like freaking out about it, mm -hmm. you're going to realize like there's a reason that they're not there because they yeah. don't align with your business. Yeah. They're, what, what isn't meant to be isn't meant to be. Just let it go and move on and thrive in other ways. But I just remember we had a really good conversation and it even took destiny. Like I got to a place where I just kept going so far down. I was like, ugh. I'm not a good lash artist. Ugh, I suck. Yeah. And I remember she, Destiny, this girl, like I was so bad 
that this girl had to go to the person I looked up to most as a lash artist at the time. She went to this girl's Instagram, screenshot her work, and then screenshot my work. Oh and my put god, them, I did! Yeah, and she put I them. I did. I forgot right, about that. I keep that in my oh, in my. Um, I'm like, girl, this is the same. Like, yeah, you're literally the same. I was like, I am trash. I am le trash. Like. <laughs> That she put the pictures of the other lash artist work right above my work. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I did that? And she was like, girl, yes. Like, what is wrong with you? You're crazy. It's know. a mental block. Yes. Like, yeah. but imposter syndrome. Girl, is real. It's so, <sighs> so real. And I still, like, to this day, like, my struggles with scarcity mindset aren't as much with, like, my clients. You know, wanting Yours to lower finances. my prices or like any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Or I even like I will find myself if I have something that I'm wanting to accomplish and I've been putting it off and I see another stylist doing it. Mm. I start freaking out and Same. I'm like, I should have done this already. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and then I have to check myself or like being like, oh, my God, like this person has grown so much in their following. Like mm -hmm. I should be posting on Instagram more, mm -hmm. like checking those kind of things. And it's. I'll catch myself doing it. I'm like, what are you doing? That's yeah. disgusting. You tell me all the time. It's not your time. This is your journey. Because like, yeah, because uh I'm always like with finding a new space. I'm always like, why can't I yeah. find a space? This girl is hurt. Yeah, girl. I got I got I got trauma too. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. Scarcity mindset honestly means that like you're not confident in yourself. Yeah. Because you're so worried about what's going on with other people or like, people not coming to you mm -hmm. that the grass is greener yeah exactly so mm -hmm. we just want to give you a couple tips on what you can do if you're dealing with or even projecting any of these qualities so with scarcity mindset if you are experiencing this there is a physical and a mental shift that you need to work on mentally you need to tell yourself you are enough yes. because you cannot be comparing yourself to other people mm -hmm. because you are your own person your business is your own your clients are your own mm -hmm. and that means that your clients want you and not the stylist down the street mm -hmm. so you cannot be using your energy and your time worried about what other people are going on because you're going to miss out on opportunities within your own business yes because you're so worried about what everyone else is doing you also, like we mentioned before, you're probably not attracting your ideal client. If your scarcity mindset is around the clients that you're dealing with, then you need to get a clearer picture on that ideal client. Yeah, and I 100% am a firm believer that the energy that you put out is the energy that you will then attract back to you. 100%. So if you're putting out, don't leave me, someone else is better. Like, you know, I'm at your beck and call because like, I'm so desperate for people. Your clients are going to feel that and they're yeah. going to be like, who else is around? Right. You know, they're going to start peeping around. Right. And physically, <laughs> if you're dealing with that scarcity mindset, some things that you can do is offer more value to your clients. What are you doing for them to go above and beyond? Whether that's, you know, within your space or whether that's with sharpening your skills up. Maybe you're not confident in whatever service you're offering or whatever atmosphere you have. And so you need to take more classes or you need to practice or you need to do models or whatever the case is. When you're confident in yourself, then when someone leaves you or if you have that one crazy person who starts mm. telling you you're crappy, you might have a moment where you start believing it because I get that. Mm -hmm. But eventually you're going to start thinking of all the other people that you've blessed in your life. And you're going to be like, you know what? That's not true. Yeah. Like, because what did I'm, you do? Yeah. I'm confident <laughs> in who I am as a person and who I am as a business owner or who I am as 
a stylist or whatever it is that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And the more you know, when you do have those clients that you're struggling with, the more you project yourself as someone who is knowledgeable. And then that just builds the trust more and you can help them get through those moments. Yep. Competition and lack of community. If you're experiencing it, remove yourself from that situation, even if that means mm -hmm. finding somewhere else to go. If mm -hmm. you're a stylist in a salon, there are so many salons in Jacksonville. If you're a photographer working for someone else, there are so many photography studios. Like, there's no excuse. Or start your own. Yes. Like, 1,000%. There's no excuse for why you should be miserable in the atmosphere that you're working in. There's it, none. It's not worth it. There's no excuse. Stress kills you. And if you're the person don't. projecting that, just stop. Like, honestly. We don't it's like not you. Cute. It's not cute. <laughs> It's really not. It's actually kind of annoying. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Like, that's being why real. so many of these people quit. And like, yeah. I'm just, I'm not here it's for like abuse. You we are not. Okay, listen. All this stuff that's going on with social media right now, like Kylie Jenner. Who else? Who's the other? Haley Bieber. Oh, yes. And like Selena Gomez. The world doesn't like ugly anymore. Mm -hmm. All right? Like, we're over it. Being a mean girl is not cute anymore. It's really not. So stop. It's really not. Just stop. And if you're competing with other artists or you're not supporting them, honestly, you're probably uncomfortable with yourself. Yeah. And so you need to go out of your comfort zone. We just did a networking event and it was amazing. And we <sighs> yes. met so many amazing women there. None of them were in our industry. No, and not at it all. was amazing because it was eye like, opening. yeah, you get to hear people from different perspectives and and, and we all humanize. are still struggling with the same exact uh -huh. things. This girl makes what cement pottery. Yeah, there was another girl that makes like bougie salts. Yes, and there was there was there two was girls that were makers. makers. Yeah, one girl breeds snakes. Snakes. Yeah, we so, were like, what is going on right now? Yeah, there was someone who did like cups, like yeah. decorated cups. There was yeah. someone who did cookies, mm -hmm. and it was great because um, we jewelry. all yeah, yeah we and all was, related. Yeah, and now guess what? Like we're constantly DMing each other on Instagram, yes. and we're able to network. And mm -hmm. one of them messaged us this morning and asked if we knew a makeup artists for weddings which Sierra does so hey. it's yeah it's been great <laughs> dm people on instagram and tell them that you love their work it's, don't be afraid to do that don't be afraid to comment on people's stuff because guess what when you start projecting that like Sierra said what you give out is what you get yes. so when you start projecting that you're going to start getting it back too and then ask questions guys like i know me personally i love when people ask me questions I know both of us can look a little intimidating sometimes because when we're focused, we're just kind of like straight faced. But we, we promise Arbia. we do. <laughs> we do. We need someone to sponsor us for Botox. Literally, because... I need some like something to fix. I don't even know. Ask questions to people that you look up to and just use your God given talent of communication to make you thrive. Yes. So if you don't know where to start, it starts with us. We mm -hmm. definitely are here to build a community that you're already a part of because you're listening and we do not tolerate mean girl mentality nope so you can sit with us to the left to the left to the left <laughs> <laughs> so with that we did want to announce something really special yeah 
We are going to be having a party to celebrate this community that we have started with all of you BBs. Yes. Follow us along on Instagram at blendit underscore podcast. We will be posting more details as far as location and time goes. But we are looking for vendors to work with. As much as this is a celebration for us, this is a celebration for all of our local community in Jacksonville. Yes. To come and showcase your work. We're going to have tons of people there. If you are a vendor that's looking to network and just build that community and get your stuff out there, we would love for you to come. So send us a DM. Yes. We will give you guys some more details and we are are so excited for that. A hundred percent. We cannot wait to meet all of you guys in person and just party together and have a great time. Yeah. So don't forget, don't have scarcity mindset, love your neighbor and build that community out there. Yes. Love you, BB. Bye. Thanks for being our blended babes, a.k.a. BBs. Join the conversation and let your voice be heard. If you're ready for a revolution, don't forget to leave us a review wherever you're listening and follow the journey on Instagram at blended underscore podcast. Share this episode with your BB who is ready to beautify the beauty industry and rewrite the standards. Get all the tea from this episode and more in the show notes. Bye. Bye.